Episode number 376. All those successful, quote, brands on Amazon, they're not brands, they're products. 70% or so of searches on Amazon are not brands. So think about yourself as a producer of something. How do you deal with Amazon when it is really the anti-brand? Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis and Hoff where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis, Tutal and Huff. Folks, I am fired up today. And uh, and after this show, I think you're going to want to think about uh, the Amazon and the age of convenience technology. And uh, and we were just talking before the show. I mean, life is just, it's incredible how it's sped up my dad. Uh, you know, basically went to college at Berkeley on his abacus and, uh, and now kids have it on their phones and, and who knows where the future is going to be, but our future guest today, Mr. Robin Gaster, Robin, are you ready to be real? You betcha. He said, you betcha folks. Uh, let's go. And he is the, uh, the, uh, the owner of Incometrics as well as the author of Behemoth, the Amazon rising power and the seduction of this Amazon age where everything's coming to you. Uh, and, and you have an expertise of working in, uh, you know, measuring campaigns based on uh, analytics, based on data, and, uh, and obviously working with companies, nonprofits, and governments. Um, and uh, uh, it, it, at the end of the day, you know, the rise of Amazon has been unbelievable. I mean, when you really think about how much can come to you on the phone, with you. And it's not only Amazon, it's everything. Uh, but tell me about a little bit into your story, Robin. What Were you always interested in like consumer data? Were you always interested? Uh, in- no, I've, I've been mostly trying to figure out um, how, how to help people innovate, how, how to help small companies in particular innovate, how to get them to scale uh, how to how how to help company founders um, realize their dreams, make that make Ooh. a difference. And you know, there's there's no bigger foundation story than Amazon. So I I had to try and figure out what in the world turned a small bookstore into this. I love seeing that first photo, those photos, the first photos of uh, the Amazon with the painted uh, you know the painted sign and his. Uh, his room there. Cause a lot of times people get first into, let's get some fancy furniture. Let's go get some nice stuff. And, uh, Amazon was just, a, it was just on the wall. Hey, let's put this thing on a little thing on a, on, you know, get some spray paint and make a sign. Uh, I always say that with the kids, you know, make a business card or, or, you know, start a website, start somewhere. And that photo is just such a great, you know, cause obviously one of the greatest entrepreneur business stories, if you want to call it in this, yeah. this modern era. Uh, and he's just getting going. He's got blue eyes and he's got all sorts of different ventures, uh, but but truthfully, when you think about it, it goes back to that bootstrap mentality from the beginning. You know, even when when you think about the category he went into in just books, right? Um, yeah. Starting with a category that was easy to understand the weights and some of these things and the measurements and things like that, and uh, and then at the end of the day, let's just be real. There's a lot more than books, right? So uh, uh, they're only just getting started. Now you do. You better believe it. Healthcare, healthcare, insurance, everything's coming to you, baby. Healthcare in particular. Healthcare in in your in your home. I agree, dude. That's I absolutely agree. Place. They know what kind of uh, you know person you are by your buyer behavior, 
but then tell me about the business side, you know, beyond the book, because I want to get into the book yeah. too, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, into metrics, uh, what, what kind of like, what are you doing? What do you, how do you discover uh, for businesses? What do you do for that? Well, you, you know, I, I'm, I, I think that let, let's start with Amazon. Let's start, let's start talking about Amazon because I think that's the place that your readers can, your listeners can really you know, start to think about. People, people think that Amazon has gotten rich because they figured out how to do e-commerce. Mm. And that's partly true, but it's also because they figured out how to do all the things around e-commerce. And, and now they've invented a new business model entirely for retail. It's not to do with e-commerce at all, or only partly. It's to do with figuring out how to subsidize their own business by pulling in money from other sources that other retailers can't touch, mm. like AWS and like right. the marketplace. And the like, advertising, now they got the third largest powerful advertising, baby. You bet. That's a $20 billion a year a year business and and my estimate is that their profit margin is about 85 percent highly profit that's like usually the most profitable line of business is right. the, the ad they have all these capacities to print money so what do they do with it right that's the interesting mm. you tell me why why do you think amazon is starting to build grocery stores and department stores isn't isn't this like henry ford saying you know what i gotta build a buggy factory I mean, it. Why? Distribution, I, convenience. No. No? no. Tell us, tell us, tell us, baby. I want to know. I want to know. It's all about revenue. More revenue. The business is built on being massively fast-growing revenue business. Mm. That's what they do. Last year, during the pandemic, they added added a hundred billion dollars in revenue. <sighs> right. I don't know what that is, but it sounds to me like it's about twice the sort of sort twice the size of Ford Motor Company. I mean, Damn. astounding, right? But is this sustainable? How, how do you do that? How do you, how do you keep your, your execs happy and your stockholders happy and your workers happy, but when they all depend on stock to make, make the game work, how do, you, how do you keep that stock price up? And when you mm. do it at Amazon, you do it through revenues. Got you. Right? And Got that you. is why that is why I <laughs> they are doing some stuff that in the in a true business sense m- makes no sense whatsoever. Mm. What Amazon is is the is the e-commerce king, right? Right. So why would you chain yourself to bricks and mortar businesses Whole foods that are low margin, right? Capital intensive, difficult to pull off against competitors who've been there forever and know that business backwards and forwards. Explain to me, where is Amazon's competitive advantage here? Like you said, they just got everything else. They got AWS. They got advertising. They got So where is their advantage in grocery? In the grocery? I mean, I think they're just going to go all the way to the bottom as far as price. Yeah, but you know, so they they're going to compete with Dollar General. This is yeah, a yeah, right. This is the business they want to be in. Why? It has they're to be just, like you said, just the revenue. They they want to lose revenue. They lose money to gain money. They care about losing money. They care about revenue because revenue is what drives their stock price in their business. Mm-hmm. People people now believe that Amazon is golden, right? They went twenty years 
without making a profit, more or less. And then they started making profits. And for 15 of those years, Wall, uh, uh, Wall Street was yelling at them. Hmm. Where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the profit? Right. And Bezos said, it's coming. And it did. So now Amazon can do no wrong. Right. Amazon can just, just provided the top line keeps growing, keeps growing, keeps growing. So now they're building department stores. Department stores. You can go and look at a department store at your now, you know, abandoned mall. Yeah, the pre- decrepit mall. <laughs> right. Anchored by Sears, right? Okay. So what is different about Amazon? There is nothing different. They're just another grocery store or, or department store. Yes, they get revenues. This is a this is <laughs> this is Amazon trapped by its own hubris. Yeah. Do you think yeah. it's silly they, they're doing that? Yeah, I think that I think they're trapped by their desperate need for revenue. This is how the whole business goes. And they're mm. looking around and they're saying, okay, where are we gonna get a hundred billion down, you know, the back of the sofa? It's not there. Right. I mean, it's not there in their existing businesses. So they have to build new businesses. And, you know, where are they going? Well, they're going to two places where there's really a lot of money, groceries and healthcare. Mm. Those are the places where there is actual money floating around that Amazon could conceivably get its hands on. But it's going to be difficult. And in, in grocery and in department stores, ah, I, I, I nearly fell off my chair. I mean, this, yeah. this is going backwards. And I just don't see where they have a competitive advantage. Grocery is difficult. Mm. You know, you've got to get stuff that's fresh and you've got to build these supply chains. You've got to make sure that the thing meets all kinds of regulatory requirements, right, to sell food. Really difficult. Yes. Right? And every time you build a store, you have to go to the local community and get permission to do that. Right. Absolutely not scalable like it's digital business right Amazon's digital business scaled like topsy it was berserk it was growing at 25 percent a month at one point wow well you can't do that with grocery stores you do them one at a time unless you buy a chain but at the moment you just buy doing one at a time it's not scalable and it's and, and there's no margin so should i be concerned as an amazon investor uh I got in at the two hundred dollar range. I've been in. I've been in it for a long time. But, you know, well, been, in which case you you know you you don't need to worry about it, right? Taking a little profit on it. I've taken a little profit along the way, you know. But I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you should. But I think I think you should be concerned because not not so much because they'll lose money on grocery. Because okay, so what? I mean, that you know they got more money than God. Doesn't doesn't really matter, right? But it's a sign that they're being driven by things that don't really make sense. That don't make sense to their business model, right? Mm. That's right. And, you know, and, you know, you have to understand what Amazon is. Amazon is not a normal business. Amazon is better understood as kind of a, um, a commercial version of the Marines mm. or, or the Jesuits. This mm. is a mission-driven entity which has one core value, which is serve the customer. Serve the customer well. Make the customer your friend. Anything you can do at Amazon that that you want to do, you have to show that it's going to satisfy specific customers. And it's been a great secret of their growth. But this is a kind of single-mindedness where you can, you know, you can quickly fall into 
I guess what you would call cult thinking, you know, that everything that's good for Amazon is good for the customers and therefore we should grow more and we should serve more customers. Mm. And, you know, Amazon has this very famous flywheel, you know, where you, you have customers, so you treat them well, you have more customers, you get more page views, you attract more people to your marketplace, more vendors, then you can afford to ship better. So now you're shipping one day shipping. Mm. Now you get more customers. You can see the circle and it's like an accelerating circle, right? It's a core and Amazon itself calls it their, their key flywheel. But I like, I like flywheels. Flywheels are part of your car and they're part of most engines have a flywheel to transition from uh, one power in one direction to power in another direction. The key thing about a flywheel, though, is you have to regulate it. Because mm. if you allow it to accelerate indefinitely, it will just destroy itself. So, you know, the question for Amazon is, point. can you transition from a company that is going to be growth only, going to be focused on growth, not worry about the bottom line, just keep growing? Right. Can you keep, can you move from that to a world in where you do sustainable growth? where your growth is reasonably profitable, or at least you can see profit at the end. And also something else, another big thing about Amazon. Look, when Amazon was a bookstore or even a small e-commerce store, nobody cared really what it did. Mm. It just wasn't big enough to move the needle. Well, next year, Amazon will be America's biggest employer. It will overtake Walmart, right? And it's handling critical pieces of everybody's infrastructure now. Right. So now what it does matters. And in some places, what it's done on the production side has been great. I mean, look, it pays 18 bucks an hour for, for warehouse workers. That's yep. great. Yep. What's not so great is it works them to death. It, right. it watches every <laughs> I don't Get a know. Shock on your arm if you don't <laughs> put the package up. Put the package up. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to one of their warehouses, man. I have you, not. You should go. They do tours. Really? It's an astounding, interesting thing to do. Um, you know, my my favorite science fiction writer is William Gibson, and he said, "The future is all around us. It's just unevenly distributed." Mm. And when you go to an Amazon warehouse, you can see where it is. Got you. And, you know. Robotics and all these different technology things that they have. Robotics and that. But you also see the workers. Oh, the workers. Standing there with their with a big keypad in front of them, counting down the seconds. Wow. They are supposed to move that package every 12 seconds for 10 hours. Wow. And it's. You know, it's extraordinary and it's amazing. And I use Amazon, but the time when they could just do whatever the hell they wanted and nobody would care is over. Right. And and that's true in how they treat their vendors. Mm. You know, again, it's that mentality where anything that's good for Amazon is good for the world. Yeah. And that's the feeling. And if you screw over your vendors, well, it's all right. There are always more. Well, they knock them off. I mean, I have personal clients that I know I've consulted with, had on the show, brought on and talked about. And uh, literally, they had a top selling product on Amazon. Next thing you know, next year, Amazon's got a product that's competing with them directly. That's so right. that's a lot of reason why new competitors and products 
do not want to sell on Amazon. They'd rather sell directly. But the problem is they got so many damn customers there, you know? So it's like, they got all the customers. Yeah, you're missing out on revenue no matter what. So, yeah. so you know, how, how do you fix that? I think the answer, there, there are a couple of answers. How can you compete with Amazon now? You know, I think you do have to do them all, dude. I think you need to be on Amazon, eBay, whatnot. You need to be on every single app possible uh, if you can in distribution because you, there's something else to think about too, though, you know, um, and that is, is brands and Amazon. You know, there's been a lot of stuff recently about companies like Thrasio rolling up Amazon brands, right? You know, they get, they go buy a bunch of brands and oh, yeah. they, I, I think that was the thing saying that's right, baby. I think this is actually hilarious because these aren't brands at all. What they're buying are not brands. Look, what is a brand? A brand is something where you are thinking of buying a product of some kind and you have something in your head that says, okay, I'm going to buy a Ford. I really like Ford. No, I'm, no, I'm not a Ford guy. I'm going to buy a Caddy, right? But the point of the brand is to pre-influence you so that before you even buy something, you're already thinking about a particular brand. Like Maybe it's a Nike. Maybe it's Apple. It doesn't really matter. So, okay, so now go to Amazon. Amazon is not about brands at all. You don't buy brands. You search. The search engine, baby. Right? Totally. So all those successful, quote, brands on Amazon, they're not brands. They're products. Right. They're successful products. Right. You go back to that headset manufacturer. No, you don't. You just look, do another search. 70% or so of searches on Amazon are not brands. So, so think about yourself as a producer of something. How do you deal with Amazon when it is really the anti-brand? It's, it's designed to break down the capacity of your brand right. and to replace it with search. Where Amazon- a ton of different options. Whatever the hell you want. You want to find a cat thing? That's a million things in cat. So if you want to build your brand, you have to build your brand off Amazon. Absolutely. Amazon is not the place to go. Amazon is the place you sell. Right, it's not a place you create a brand, and so this notion that you're going to ra- roll up all these brands into a, a giant, brilliant Thrasio type brand, I, mm. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> you're especially because to- you're, you're competing with Amazon. They're going to make their own brands. They're already making brands. They're making tons of brands. Well, then, then they're making products. Products, yeah, products for their, but they're they're making products. You're right, but they're the brand. You go look for for Amazon Basics when you're looking for something. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not. You're not. You're, they're making products. You're absolutely right. They're making products that you want. They have a different name than Amazon, so it's yeah. not. You're not buying Amazon Basics. You're buying the uh, Legion, blah, 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 You know, some some name that they that they put to the product, which, which is according to Amazon and according to the data that I've seen from their regulatory filings um their their uh their own efforts to build private label brands have been disastrous mm. totally unsuccessful good they, point, they, they work with brat with batteries because it's with the amazon basic stuff yeah it's a commodity well you think about it but it, is is amazon basic successful so what amazon basics does is sells you know like cheap apparel right so you buy a set buy buy some underwear from them right yeah and and this this is the tiniest margin business you can imagine, and then they're going to deliver it to you for free. Right? They're just losing money on this. Yeah. There's, there's there's no conceivable way that they're making money on that sale. Right. So this takes us back to the beginning where Amazon's 
business model allows them to use money from elsewhere so that they can subsidize all that activity and and take one section of the business uh, of the retail business after another right and and the cross subsidy is absolutely critical it lets them do what they do otherwise they couldn't compete that's that that honestly hit makes total sense and also probably like with all the competitiveness in the acquisition of companies and you know you see what they're doing with facebook and all these different things you get too big for your britches they want to break you up they want to change you you know the business model so i could see them wanting to do that with amazon but now i'm at we're about to get into your top 10 uh for the show my brother because i love this i have a whole page of notes right now uh let's go are you ready yeah sure anytime apple or android apple oh sorry that didn't come through oh apple or android Oh, Android. Android. Netflix. I hate Apple. I hate Apple. <laughs> Netflix or YouTube? Uh, Netflix. I'm kind of boring. Netflix. Instagram or Facebook? Neither. Neither. There we go. Chicken or steak? Oh, I, I'm, a, I'm a steak guy. There we go. Do you have a favorite cut of steak? Do you have a favorite uh, t- way you like it prepared? Uh, I, I like a, a, a really well-marinated steak. Oh, there you go. Get the good, get the good sauce on there. I like that. I like that. Uh, laptop or a smartphone? Uh, both. Both, baby. Both. Let's go. If you're listening to music, Spotify or Pandora? Uh, Spotify. Spotify. Movies or video games? Uh, video games. Video games. Let's go. Reading books or listening to books? Uh, I, I read books. I, I see a nice a nice group of books in there in the back there. I'm excited to hear about a few of those. Uh, and if you're thinking about diversifying the portfolio, stocks or real estate? Ooh, that's a good one. The short term, long term? It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm going to say stocks. Stocks, baby. Shopify, that's another one that I got in on that uh, early time. And uh, they're somewhat of a competitor to Amazon. I mean, people launch basically well, they have, it's a technology service if you want to call it in a yeah, way they're, but they're a tech service they're just missing two things they're missing delivery yes and they're missing customers aside from that they're a competitor to amazon yes and they, they're i hope they stay in their lane though you know they're not trying to yeah. get out into other lanes and and uh it, it's probably one of those things that someone's going to buy and buy them or whatever you know how, how things go uh oceans or lakes if you're thinking about vacation because we all deserve a vacation I'm a, I'm an ocean guy. There we go. What ocean would you go to right now if we're hopping on a plane? Oh, I'm I'm heading for the Pacific. Pacific, baby, come out west, baby. Let's go, let's go. Um, and when you're waking up and uh, for your day, Robin, getting yourself ready, pumped, energized for the day, why do you love being you? Oh, I get to control what I do. I I I've been working for myself for forty years. Isn't that beautiful? It's fabulous. Time is such a beautiful thing when you are in control of it. That's so true. Bam, let's go. Do you think you'll ever retire from the game of consulting, writing books, entrepreneurship? I see it. Let's go. My dad always says, unless my, if my brain's here and I'm, I'm, I'm able, let's go. We're ready. We're ready. Keep me in the game. Uh, do you have a routine on starting your day? Is there, is there a regimen in the routine? Uh, I, get, I get up, go for a walk, and get to work. Nice. How long do you go for a walk for? Uh, usually an hour. Oh, good, dude. Do you have a little routine, like a nice little area to walk on near? Yeah, I'm lucky. I live near a near a really nice walking path through the woods. Lovely. Oh, nice. That's awesome, man. Nothing like getting a nice walk in, right? 
No, it's great. Start the day, the joints. People, we, we all can do exercises, many different things, squats, burpees, all these different things. But at, when we're 80, 90, 60, 50, 40, you taking a nice walk, it's it's a longevity, baby. It's if you can do that consistently, is really, really important. I I, I quite often uh, make time out of my day to walk with my pops, man. So I learn from him over the years and uh, on those walks, I've, I've just soaked in so much knowledge because you don't have devices, you don't have distractions and get to listen to the outside uh, nature along with just a, a nice conversation. Um, even if it is with yourself too, even you're walking by yourself or listen to a book or, uh, or just taking it in. Um, is there a skill you're trying to master right now, Robin? Is there something you're trying to get better at? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, interested in, um, data display technology. So I, I'm, I'm considering doing a course using Tableau or maybe uh, something similar to Tableau, but uh, nice. it's been there for a year and it hasn't happened yet. So, you know, that or cooking, I don't know. That's cooking in the mind. You're ready to, you're ready to make that happen. Hey, and tell people what that is just so that maybe someone's like, what the hell is that? Oh, Tableau. No, or just uh, what you were talking about. about, oh, the, about well, the, it's really about visualizing data better. You know, data is hard to see when you're just seeing the numbers. So right. I'm interested in the sort of, in finding ways to communicate data data better. I do a lot of work with data and uh, people don't really want to dig into a spreadsheet. They, they, they want to see the pictures. So so do you, do you typically use like a, you know, PowerPoint we've always had or things like that, graphs and bar charts and things like that? I, I think Bezos is right. You know, Bezos banned PowerPoint from Amazon many, many years ago, said there's too much stuff that can hide between the bullets. Right. Uh, he's so tr- It's so true. So no, I use, I, I, I tend not to, I tend to write short pieces, like short pieces now. five, 10 page pieces instead that uh, I feel the bullet you, point strategy. Yeah. You can get, you can get into this, into the key points a bit better. So I, I stay away from PowerPoint. I like that. I like that. Stay away, baby. Uh, and there's a lot of great new tools too, with just presenting yeah. things and, uh, and, and just obviously in general, at the end of the day, it's just you. So if you can't speak, you can't talk and, and, and speak the game, then, you know, you, you don't need a damn PowerPoint to tell you what the hell to say. You know, I always say that too many times, you know, people looking at it. What do I say? Next? Dude, just talk, man. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, do you have a favorite app or tool right now? Do you have a favorite app or tool that you like using? Uh, you know, I, I actually do. I really like Feedly. Feedly, uh, which, Feedly which is a, a newsreader. And I find that really, that I use that. And I'm going to, now I'm going to be something really obscure. Um, uh, this is for all the researchers out there, such Ooh. as there are. Go, go check out Zotero, Z O T E R O. I have no stock in it, it's a nonprofit activity, but it's the best bibliography and, um, uh, article tracking program I've ever seen. It's fantastic. Wow. Is it free or is it, how, how does it work? It's free. Is it's it like free. a Wikipedia? Like everyone's contributing? No, or how? It, no, no. It's, it's, you build your own personal library of references. And oh, then, okay. Um, in, when you're writing something, you can just put in a word and it will find the reference for you. Oh, that's awesome. So, it's, so I use Feedly to find stuff. I save it in Zotero. And then when I'm writing, you know, it comes like that. Dude, that is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's super fabulous. Well, for anyone out there, you know, you need to know, make sure you know that when you're, uh, when you're writing something that you're, you know, can copyright, you know, make sure that you're, you're crediting the right person. Let's just be real. We learned that when we were little kids, uh, just to make sure that, you know, that you are doing the right thing as well as it makes you look at, uh, that you've done some research. And so tools can do that for us. 
Um, couple more last questions for you, my man. Uh, if you could sit down for lunch with anyone in the world, who would you want to sit down with? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, uh, I I gotta say, having just written a book on on Amazon, it's got to be Bezos. Bezos, I, baby. I think he would be really an interesting lunch lunch companion. I, I def- agree. I definitely would not want to work for him. But <laughs> lunch seems like he'd be a good guy to have drinks with on a on his boat on a, on the mega yacht that he's building. You know, uh, you know. Maybe so. Maybe so. Let's go. Why not? Why not? Uh, hey, he's living the dream, man. He's living the dream. He's literally yeah. taking all this money and putting in rocket ships and things like that. He wanted to do as a kid. And I just I love it, man. I think that um, no matter how you look at it, there's always obviously I say two sides of the coin. Right. And uh, no matter what you say, he's the biggest employer in America. He's helping people. If he didn't think of that, he wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't have as many jobs. America wouldn't be at maybe as strong. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's sh- the jobs get shuffled around, don't they? I mean, they, well, they could, they could, but else. I, here's what I say about Amazon in the end. In the end, I, I, I love what Amazon does. I think it's the most innovative company in America. It's fantastic in many, so many ways. And, and I, I just want the Amazon I want, not the one I got. I want one that takes more care of its people and understands that it has responsibilities now that it didn't used to have. And, and I think I think that they are probably recognizing that with the back backlash of obviously the public backlash too. There's been uh, yeah, it's you're of, hearing it. You got to imagine that they internally they're they're constantly thinking about that as a somewhat of a priority now that that like you said that maybe wasn't existing when they first started. You'll be able to tell when they're taking this stuff seriously true and and, and the method and you'll be able to tell exactly because they'll start publishing data about actually what's going on in their warehouses and that's until, very true until they do that it's all pr bullshit nice on, on a flip note i do know a guy that did uh to pick up the amazon delivery side of their business where they were providing all that and it's crushing it it is absolutely incredible for him uh he works on my team but he also does that as well and he has now a second thing. I mean, he's he's fully embraced it, and it's been a great thing. So I I I love that they are giving opportunities sure. for those that are willing to work. It's not easy. The work it ain't easy sometimes, but but um uh that's another arm of the business, you know, the delivery, yeah, the packaging, absolutely. the the you know the uh, another piece to the pie. Uh, and a uh, couple more last questions for you: Is there a book that has changed your life? Is there a book that you just reread or sticks to your soul? Um. Oh gosh, so many. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you another weird book. It's Let's a go. short. It's a really short book, and you're you're. I think people will really like it if they read it. It's called "The Structure of Scientific Revolutions" by, by Thomas Kuhn. K U H N. Thomas it's Kuhn. A very old. It's an old book, and it explains that science isn't exactly what we think, and you need to understand that. So Ooh. I recommend that it, it'll take you about a day to read it. It's very short. I like that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I always like different types of books to add to the collection. That's why after interviewing 385 uh, episodes of uh, for the last past nine years, I've gotten so many great suggestions of books. Okay. So that is another great one because it's, it's really important folks to, to kind of go a little bit outside your comfort zone. And I think that's, yeah. that's the point in this, uh, in life in general, right. Is uh, to push a little bit outside the comfort zone, to learn, to grow, I appreciate your soul and energy, my man, for coming on our show today. 
where is the best place for people to learn about your business, learn about the book? Uh, where can we send them? Okay. Well, you can f- certainly find the book on Amazon, of course. Uh, you can <laughs> Let's go. I like that. At Incumetrics, or you can find me at robingaster.com. It all funnels down to the same place, and you can uh, look at the other uh, work that I've done. And uh, by by all means, get in touch. And we're gonna put to- that. Uh, we're gonna put that, Robin, easily in the show notes too, guys. Uh, you guys can just hit the description. I will put that in the show notes. We'll put the the book link. We'll find it. We'll find the uh, Incumetrics. But dude, I appreciate your energy today, man. I appreciate your soul. Uh, obviously, coming with the research, coming with the knowledge too, and uh, and we hope that Amazon does you know change for for the good of our workers, All of people. Us. We love using it. We love buying things from them, but we want to know that it, it, you know that people are are treated royal. You know, we really do as as a consumer. And uh, I think that this is just one other little voice that we're putting out there in the in the energy for for that to happen. So God bless you for you Thank kind you. of bringing that light to us. And I hope that it does make change, man, uh, in, in your day. And uh, folks, you've been hanging out with Mr. Robin Gaster and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The Be Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T. Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now. And real-time outsource. My business is giving back to local and small businesses. Through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now. Take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services. Um, at, uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses and, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life. Right. But most importantly is that I think this is the time folks that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out. And we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.